This is Tim, this is all my big blue sports, bringing you the best New York Giants sports talk entertainment. Oh, I want to talk about the Jacksonville Jaguars. That's for the Dahmer. want to talk about maybe be sexy Dexy. You can also go over the injury report. Uh, a lot of people are upset in Giant Nation that the Giants are three and a half point dogs going into Jacksonville. And I've said it before. If you think, if you think that's, that number is, is, is incorrect, go make a bet. Go clean up. Nothing to it. Put your money where your mouth is. That's all. <laughs> that's all. Uh, but you know what? I don't see this. I don't see the Jaguars at two and four as as a much better team than the Giants. I I, I don't see them uh, being a three and a half point dog favorite myself. I, I see this game as an even game. I see this game as a push. Uh, I see two teams that if you take a look at their five and one record for the Giants and two and four record for the Jags could easily be reversed at times. So I mean, it's it's just the way the football bounces. It's the way the ball bounces. That's why that's why it's an odd shape, because you never know which gonna which way it's gonna bounce. Do I think the Giants are a better team than the Jaguars? Yes, I do think defensively they are. Uh, are they going to? Is this going to be a cakewalk for the Giants? I hope so, because it would be nice to see a cakewalk of a game. Uh, are the Jaguars gonna put up a fight? You watch after that Texans game, you kind of you kind of worry. Then you look at the. Uh, then you look at the game they played on the road against the Chargers, and you're like, you don't know what Jaguar team is going to show up. If you take a look at the town on the Jacksonville Jaguar teams, and I've and I've said this before in the past, I'm I'm a quasi Jaguar I'm a quasi Jaguars fan. When I lived in Florida, the Super Bowl came to Jacksonville, and I bought season tickets because I wanted an opportunity to get Super Bowl tickets. Because season, season ticket holders would have an opportunity to purchase um, Super Bowl tickets after the season. Of course, the, the Jaguars, you know, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't win. You go, you went into a lottery to win Super Bowl tickets. And of course, I didn't win. I didn't get the, I didn't win the lottery to get Super Bowl tickets. So I was stuck with Jaguar season tickets for two, three years. So I saw the likes of uh, Mark Burnell and, and David Gerard and Brian Leftwich and Fred Taylor and, and Tony Baselli and and all those guys. So you know, it, it was always fun to go to the game. So I, you know, so I so there's a little fondness in my heart for the Jacksonville Jaguars. I I have a Josh Allen number forty one jersey because I don't just buy Giants jerseys. I'm not twelve years old. Um, so you know, I I I, I kind of have a I got a soft spot in my heart for them. With Doug Peterson, are they a team going in the right direction? After the the multitudes of issues the Jaguars have had the last couple of years, you hope they are. You hope for the fan base they are. And if you take a look at Trevor Lawrence, a 23-year-old, and he's number one draft choice, um, he finished second to passing to Mac Jones at 3,641 yards. You know, he the... The offense that was they ran in Jacksonville last year, we're not even going to get into that, uh, didn't, was not conducive to a rookie quarterback. And you think, you know, you have Peterson in some ways. Is, they talk about Frank Reich being the quarterback whisper in reference to, you know, Nick Foles and what he did. But you also have to think of the fact that, you know, Peterson has, has, has worked with quarterbacks before, has, has helped maturate quarterbacks before, you know, he, what, he, what he got out of Carson Wentz. So it's interesting. So the first six games of the season, he Lawrence completed 133 passes for 1,397 yards, nine touchdowns, and four interceptions. Uh, he, he's you know he's he's around the same spot he was last year, but he's got a higher completion percentage, which is tied for eighth among quarterbacks. You know, and he, like I said, he's got he's he's getting the ball in the end zone. He's getting the ball in the end zone. He's learning how to extend plays. He's showing that talent that he showed in college. 
You know, he's a big kid, you know, athletic at 6'6", 213. He's, a, he's got dual threat capabilities. He's just a guy that, if you look at him, he's got elite passing traits written all over him. Now, the problem is he's got to learn to protect the ball. He's got to learn at times that he can't force the ball in, you know, into spots that he thinks he can. And he's got to also learn that he's got to kind of, you know, play more. And I, I always hate the expression, but he's got to play. He's got to play more within himself, you know, and he's got he's got to read bet coverages a little bit better. And he he doesn't always take the check down. He always doesn't take he doesn't take the dump off. And like I said, he's willing to take the hit to move to push the ball down the field. But like and right now he's only got six games, you know, as Peterson as his coordinator. So he he's he's susceptible to some exotic blitz blitz packages that the Winker can definitely throw at him. So he's gonna be he's gonna be susceptible to that. One of the things you have to worry about with Jacksonville right off the bat is the Jacksonville's running game. Travis at ATM, ATM, ATM. I think it's ATM. ATM. I always want to call him ATM. ATM Jr. He was out all last year. Uh, you had James Robinson, the undrafted free agent, who led the team in rushing the last two years. So, I mean, he's uh, he was leading the team, I think, at for like almost 800 yards before, I think, believe he tore his ACL. I don't remember. Um, and that was in 2020. Yeah, that was in 2021. But, you know, you have a dual threat here. You, you have two guys here that could potentially be 2,000-yard rushers because you got you got Robinson, who's kind of the banger, and you got Etienne, who who's the change of pace back. He's that speed back. He's that, he's that guy that Jacksonville had been looking for. He's that guy that is, is, is going to find his spots, and he, 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 could ta- he could take off in a moment's notice. He's, he, you know what? He worries me because he's a Kenyon Drake. He's a Kenyon Drake with speed. And I think that at the core is going to be our issue because, like I said, if we do not maintain our assignments and we do not hold the edge, we could have some severe problems in Jacksonville stopping the run game. And I believe they're averaging over five yards a carry right now. Robinson's a downhill runner, east-west guy. He's got he's got uh, 81 carries for 342 yards, four touchdowns, three touchdowns. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, 4.2 yards and three touchdowns. I mean, he, he's he is a guy that he he's he's a guy that can carry the rock. He's a guy that can carry the mail. And like I said, Travis Travis is another guy who you know a four year career at Clemson. You know he had four thousand nine hundred and fifty two yards total yards his entire career. You know it's 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 he's he's just got he's got that speed. He's got that acceleration. He can outrun. He could be gone in a moment's notice. And so that's that needs to scare. That should scare the bejesus out of Wink right now. I'm not saying he should stay up at night, but that should scare the bejesus out of Wink. That there's a guy, he is a guy that is a home run threat every time he touches that ball. And that's something we're going to need to lock down. I think the Jaguars are going to take a page out of the Giants book and try to run the ball. And just try to run the ball effectively and efficiently because you they saw what happened with Kenyon Drake in Baltimore last, last week. So I think that's what they're going to have to... Um, that's what they're going to have to do. Then it's also interesting that they actually they, Jacksonville has some wide receivers. Christian Kirk, when he came over from uh, the Cardinals, I, I thought they paid him way too much money. I, I, I they had they had DJ Shark, and I thought you know they probably should have kept them. But you know, right now the Jaguars, I mean, it's it's this interesting combination of wide receivers between Jones and Kirk. And like I said, Kirk, I, I, I didn't think he was going to, after signing $72 million, I thought that was crazy. 
I, I thought that was nutty, but through six games, he leads all Jaguars passers, 25 receptions for 362 yards. You know, and you also have Jones, and, and, and it's one of those things that he's got, the, he's another guy that has the capability to take things deep. And then Jones is the same way. Jones has already got 27 for 227 and a touchdown. He's, he's going to be that underneath guy. He's going to be that, he's going to be that little sneaky guy. I mean, so they have, like I said, and then they have, what's his name? They have Agnew. Uh, they have Marvin Jones Jr. who they brought back last year. Jones was uh, was the Jones was the guy for Lawrence last year with 73 catches for uh, 832 yards. Um, so you know what? they they And I think Jones right now is on their injury report. I believe Agnew is uh, as well. Um, but you know, it's weird because you got, you got, you got, you're going to have to worry about some of these guys too. Then you get into the tight end room. Now the tight end, like I said, you got old Evan there, five seasons for the giants, 262 yards, 2,820 receptions, 13 touchdowns. Uh, you know, he has, he had, he signed a one year, $9 million Jacksonville deal. He hasn't been what they, what I would record, what I re would, what I would call stellar this season. I'm not saying he's the bust that we thought he, you know, that we thought he was, but he just hasn't been, uh, he, he just hasn't been the guy. He hasn't been the vertical threat. Um, but at 6'3", 240 pounds, you need to worry about him. You need to worry about him a lot, you know, because, you know, Peterson did have Ertz over, Zach Ertz over in uh, Philadelphia. Uh, so he knows how to work the tight, he knows how to work the tight end. So, but you know, if you saw what the tight ends did to the Giants last week, they're going to have to be, you're going to have to be concerned right now about, you know, about Evan Ingram as well. The offensive line, you got Cam Robinson at the left tackle. Uh, You know, I, I mean, they're doing a, they're doing a fair job right now. Protecting, protecting their rookie, protect, not rookie, their second year quarterback. Um, can the Giants exploit this line? You would hope that uh, you would hope they would. You would hope they would. And they had, you know, they grabbed the guard from Washington. Uh, so you would hope that they would be able to exploit the line. You'd hope be able to the attack the line. Um, you know, they're. I love it because you know, you know, they, they're their guards are ranked third best in the NFL according to Pro Football Focus. But it's it's one of those situations that I think that you know. If you have your full complement of a pass rush, if you have, if you have everything working from Azizo Jalari, if you have everything working from Kayvon Thibodeau, if you can keep the pressure up for Dexter Lawrence, uh, I mean, I I think you can. I'm not saying you can exploit the line, but I think you're going to get. I think you're going to get pressure. You can get pressure on Lawrence, and you hope that if you get pressure on Lawrence, that Lawrence is going to fall into some, you know, some t- regards to making the big mistake. And I think, you know, you kind of hope to go. I mean, like I said, their offensive line is not a pushover. But I think with the Giants' rush, there's a potential to exploit the line. There will, there will, be, that, there will be that potential. Oh, evidently the music's come flying and rushing in because I didn't turn it down here on the new. We're going to have to turn that down on the new sound effect bar. Uh, I evidently didn't notice that. I, was, I wasn't thinking that. Um, in regards to the defense, the, the defense in Jacksonville is they got some players. Um, are, are, are they going to be fearful? You got Devin Lloyd. I like Devin Lloyd. I like their other linebacker they have. Um, uh, they got the kid, Josh Allen, who, like I said, I, I have his jersey. You know, he, he was in that certain draft. Um, you know, you, you got, uh, you got, what's his name? Cisco. That thong, 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 thong. Um, over in the, um, you know, ever over in the secondary as well. 
Uh, of course, you, and you have you have you have Tavon Austin, the big rookie who's played well. He, he got a bad penalty the other day, but you know they have some formidable players on on that line as well. So if you take a look at it, in regards to the points, the Jacksonville Jaguars are fifteenth in the league. Giants are eighteenth uh, points per game. It's interesting that the Giants are eighteenth, or excuse me, seventh at eighteen point eight. Jags are ninth at nineteen uh, total yards per game. You have Giants, uh, excuse me, Jaguars eleventh in the league. Giants twenty fifth. And allowing opponents yardage, um, Jags are only 11th when the Giants are 15th. And if you, but, but to me, the big stat is the the, ton, the turnover differential where the Giants are a plus two and the Jaguars are zero right now. Uh, so the Giant, their defense is not a pushover. It's a it's a young team, the Jags are that are trying to learn to win, and that's what they're going to have to do. And you hope that they are not going to learn to win against the Giants. But like I said, they have, and, and everyone will point to these, you know, the Chargers game and the Duck, you know, was not at full capacity. But I don't know, man. It's I don't think these games are. I don't think these four games coming up are are as much as a pushover as some fans think, because like I said, the football bounces a weird way, and that's what you have to remember, and that's what you have to look at how this football bounces, because you don't know. Because right now the football is bouncing the Giants' way, so you hope and hope to continue that the Giants are going to be pushing it that way. Uh, and, and going and going that way. But like I said, I, I, I think the Giants have the opportunity to take this game in Jacksonville. But the problem is I would not be shocked if they lost. I would not be shocked if the Giants got not blown out, but maybe lost like 27-17. Because of the fact that you are playing in Jacksonville. It is, a, it is an interesting, with the sun at a 1 o'clock game, it is an interesting stadium to play in if you've ever been to Jaguar Stadium. Um, but you hope also that the, the night, you hope you got a nice weather game, you know, that should help the Giants passing game as well, but they're mainly, the Giants are mainly predicated on the run. I keep saying this before everyone wants to go out and get a wide receiver. You don't need a wide receiver. We don't need a wide receiver. What we need is a linebacker. We need basically two linebackers. Um, but like I said, it's, it's a winnable game for the Giants. It's a game that would go a long way to proving that the Giants are for real. But on the same breath, if they lose the Giants, it's 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 one loss. Well, it'd be technically two losses, but it, it's one loss if they lose. And I wouldn't get, uh, I wouldn't jump off the ship. My pro- my issue is this. This is my biggest issue with fans nowadays. The Giants are five and one. They go five and two. Some will start jumping off the bandwagon. Some will be breaking their ankles, falling off the bandwagon. But it'll be one loss. And then you'll have some fans that'll be like, "Well, it's only one loss." And they're right. It's only one loss, so it would be a five and two record. But you know what? It, it, it's like the people that uh, left the nasty comments in the chat yesterday. It says you shouldn't go to Giant Games. Oh, I've been going to Giant Games since '76. I've been going to Giant Games since you were since most of these people before were born. And I love the one guy that his best comment was calling me grandpa. Wow, I'm old. That is a stinging comment. I do not I do not think that I can make it through the rest of the day with that comment because it hurts so much because I am old. <laughs> Some people are just stupid. Uh, but you know what? And like I said, you got to enjoy the And I've said this a million times. You got to enjoy the ride. Enjoy the ride. Have fun. I'm not a fan channel. I'm an honest perspective of a team. I don't sit there and sit there and tell you I'm a fan channel. I get upset when they lose. I get upset. I get happy when they win. I get more upset when I hear stupidity, but like I said, I'm not a fan channel, and I've I've never I've never said that I was. 
nor will I ever say that I am. I am a channel that is dedicated to the Giants that looks at the team from an outside perspective and not wearing my fan hat. That's what this channel is. Some don't get it. Some don't like it. Don't really care. Uh, Big Dexy, you know, we're going to do we're going to do the video tomorrow on Sexy Dexy because I because, I, you know, Dexter Lawrence has been playing quite well. Uh, I got to give a big shout out to the Giants. They're having their season ticket holder um, Halloween party for the kids at Giant Stadium tomorrow. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I'm going I've said this before. I'm going there as a dad. I'm not going there as a giant YouTuber, so I will post some pictures on uh, on Twitter, so you can follow us on online Big Blue One. You get to see some of the photos. Uh, they're going to let the kids you know, trick or treat on the field, do events. They're going to be in the locker room. They're going to be in the Legacy Club. It's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm very excited to take the kids out uh, and just have a fun you know just have a fun Friday night trick or treating in the with the Giants. And again, this is Tim with the online Big Blue, bringing you the best of New York Giants sports talk and entertainment. And as always, if you can like and subscribe, if you can ring that bell, you're going to be awesome.